So you want to go to bed earlier or maybe you just want to, you know, sleep through the night. My first tip is going to be pretty obvious. It's something that I speak about quite often. It's something that I practice myself as regularly as I can. It means I'm moving. I made a few mistakes, but I'm improving. I'm human, but I've been making daily resolutions. I got to. You might do it different, but I'm not you. I'm self-made. I'm doing things that I was never taught to. Hey. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, like to openly talk about, you know, the struggles and adversities that I've gone through and how they've helped shape me into the person that I am today. I also try to respond to as many people that reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or any other social media platform, which you can feel free to do. So you can find me on any single social media platform as at Mark D. Henny. Feel free to fire off any questions or if you just want to chat, let me know. You can message me. And, uh, and I'll see if I can help you out. You know, a lot of people have been messaging me because of my sleeping patterns, my wake up routines, because I'm up between four and five o'clock. Typically people have always asked me, you know, how do you go to sleep? What's your sleep schedule like? And how can I go to sleep earlier or how can I get a better sleep? And so I just wanted to address that and answer as many of these questions as I possibly can today to try and help out people with their sleep because as you might know or as you might not know, sleep can be either something that makes or breaks your mental health. Sometimes it can be the key component that you might be missing. Obviously, if you're not getting the rest that you need, then like think about it. You're not gonna actually feel good. You're not gonna have the energy that you need. You're not gonna recover properly, both physically and mentally. This is something that you need to actually focus on and value. That being said, you know, you don't always necessarily have to sleep in half the day, but I digress. That's a topic for another time. So you want to go to bed earlier or maybe you just want to, you know, sleep through the night. My first tip is going to be pretty obvious. It's something that I speak about quite often. It's something that I practice myself as regularly as I can. And that is wake up earlier. You wake up at six o'clock or even earlier at five or four o'clock in the morning. I'm going to tell you straight up. There's no way you're going to be able to stay up late. There's no way your body's even going to have the energy to do so. You know, and even if it takes you one or two nights, maybe three nights to adjust, then the earlier you wake up, the earlier you'll be tired enough to sleep. And so if you want to be able to go to bed earlier, this is going to be a huge element that you can incorporate to help you out, right? So say you want to go to bed at, you know, nine o'clock and right now you're falling asleep typically at 11 o'clock. You got like that two hour difference between what you're actually going to bed at and what your desired bedtime is. Try just waking up two hours earlier and see if that changes your rhythm a little bit. And that kind of leads me into my next point. Your body loves to have routines. It loves to have something that's regular. It loves to have something that functions the same all the time. Your body has something called the circadian rhythm and the way that you can utilize that is to wake up and go to sleep at the same times every day. I'm not talking about just Monday to Friday. I'm talking about every single day. What that's going to do is tell your body, okay, this is the time we wake up. This is the time we go to bed. And then it knows to release all the hormones that you need to actually feel tired and stay asleep. When you do go to sleep, you want to have your wake up and your bedtime as consistent as possible. The next piece of advice I'm going to give you is something that is going to sound a little bit weird. It's going to sound a little bit difficult to do, but bear with me here. All right. 
If you're somebody like me who likes to take afternoon naps or just naps during the day, naps can be great, but they can also throw off your sleep rhythm. If you nap for too long, it's going to lead to a release of melatonin because your body's going to think that you're going to bed. That's going to leave you feeling more tired than when you went to sleep. So if you're going to be taking afternoon naps, it is sometimes a bit of a dice roll because if you sleep for too long, you could make yourself more tired than when you started. I try and avoid naps the best I can. The biggest piece of advice I can give you in regards to naps is just don't nap. Just avoid naps at all costs. When you feel like you need to nap, you might be throwing off your rhythm. You might be releasing the wrong hormones at the wrong times. And it's basically sending your body mixed signals. You might swear religiously by naps, but I'm telling you, just give it a shot. Stop napping and see if that helps your sleep schedule. Number one way to do that is, you know, leading me into the next thing, which I was going to talk about, which is being more active during your day. If you have that kind of lull of energy during your afternoons, which is when I typically do as well, try being a little bit more active, you know, Typically, I like to work out in the morning, but I am changing the time of when I work out so that I can work out halfway through my day and not feel like I need to have a nap. It gives me another rush of energy or boost of energy, which is a perfect transition into the next reminder, which is don't work out right before bed. You know, the reason why I say that, you know, obviously, if that's the only time you can work out, it's better to work out before bed than it is to not work out. But you want to try and avoid working out right before bed because you're basically going to get a surge of energy, your body's going to release adrenaline and let you know that it's time to move. And it's time to keep going and produce more energy. And so doing that right before bed, probably isn't conducive to getting a good rest. But that's my opinion. So what can you do? You can either work out first thing in the morning to give yourself that energy rush right away, or you can utilize that lunch hour lull of energy and work out instead of taking your nap. And then you're going to actually get that surge of energy you're looking for it to carry you out until the end of the day. And by then, because you've worked out, you're going to be more tired. So you're going to get a better sleep. It's going to give you more energy during your day. And it's going to make you more tired when you go to bed. So being active, you know, during your afternoon or your morning is a win win situation, more energy in the day, and less energy when you need to sleep. It sounds perfect because it is making sure you keep track and pay attention to what you ingest before bed. You know, this comes down to foods and drinks. So with foods, you want to avoid the obvious, you know, simple carbohydrates and sugars, Obviously, those are going to be quick energy. And that's not what you need right before bed. When it comes to drinking things, the main thing you want to avoid is caffeine, drinking coffee or tea. Um, obviously, there's people that are going to claim, hey, caffeine doesn't impact me that way. It doesn't make me tired, I can still sleep. But caffeine does tend to block out other hormones that help you rest while you sleep. So your quality of sleep isn't going to be as good if you're intaking all of that caffeine, even if you're able to sleep after it. Caffeine technically has a half life of about five to six hours. And for that reason, I recommend not having caffeine in the last five to six hours of your day. If you're going to be somebody like me who likes to drink tea or warmer drinks later on in the evening to kind of relax yourself, 
make sure that you get something that's non-caffeinated, something that's very simple, maybe an herbal tea, I don't know, some blueberry and cinnamon, whatever makes you feel great. I typically drink jasmine tea at night. It's very low caffeine and so that doesn't really impact my rest, I find. But play around with it and see what helps you out and just pay attention to what you're ingesting before you go to bed. I got two more points, so let's just kind of bang this out. You wanna try and avoid screen time. And that's very obvious because people have talked about that blue light syndrome, blue light penetrates your retinas and hits the back of your brain, basically tells you it's daytime and then you don't get to have those tired chemicals that I've been talking about. And you're not gonna feel tired, you're not gonna get the same amount of rest, you're not gonna get the same quality of rest. The other reason why I say avoid screen time before bed is because a lot of the things that we do on our screens, which are, you know, watch videos, play video games, watch movies, watch shows, you know, all of those types of things. Those are very stimulating things. It promotes brain activity, which again is not going to help you sleep. It's going to make your mind wander. It's going to make your mind continue to think about these things that you've been watching, or it might even give you an adrenaline rush if you're playing video games or watching a suspenseful movie. So there's two big reasons you want to try and avoid screen time right before bed because it's going to keep you up one way or another. So the last thing I'm going to recommend is the chemical that I've been talking about, this little sleep chemical that your brain releases that tells you it's time to sleep is called melatonin. You've probably heard of it. And you can get it in a gummy form or a pill form or a syrup form, whatever, from your pharmacy, from a local place. If you feel like you might need to try it out, start with a very small dosage and take that maybe 30 minutes before bed. It should help you out, but you don't wanna become reliant on this. Remember that supplements are exactly that. They supplement a perfect routine to help out and aid when you might need a little bit more than what your routine is doing right now. It's not supposed to replace the routine. It's not supposed to replace the good behaviors and the good you know, habits that you have. And so I would recommend only using supplements like melatonin if your routine's already perfect and you still need a little bit more help. The reason that I share all this information about sleep and why it's better to have a good sleep routine is because a lot of the time, if you're like me, you can suffer from things like rumination, where you're just laying in bed and you're kind of repeating negative thoughts or negative emotions or maybe negative events that you might be thinking about over and over and over again, whether that's a conversation that you've had during your day, or it could be from months ago or weeks ago or years ago even. It's just kind of playing these events or thoughts over and over and over again in your head, which can keep you up. To avoid something like that from happening, I recommend one of two things. You can do both or you can do one or the other. Play around with it and see what helps you out. And those two things are meditation and reading. So if you struggle with meditation or you've never done it before, there's copious amounts of guided meditations on YouTube and Spotify, and I'm sure there's some on Apple Music or whatever. You can go and check those out. I would search up things like guided meditations or maybe detachment from overthinking, some topic like that. I don't actually provide those things, so you can go out and find that somewhere else. It's something that I would look into, and it's something that helped me out a lot. I can even throw one of my favorite videos in the description below that helps me out. The other thing is you can journal about it. So an hour before bed, 
maybe sit down and write about the things that you've been thinking about, those events or those conversations or those negative emotions that keep replaying in your head, write them down and maybe write down some solutions, some things that you can change or ways that you can control the situation so that you've already sorted that out an hour or so before bed. When you go to bed, those events, emotions, or conversations aren't replaying over and over again because you've already written them down, got it out of your system, and also written down any solutions that might be possible for you to kind of improve that situation or not make the same mistakes in the future. That's all the tips I can give you for now about how to improve your sleep, how to go to bed earlier, how to get a better rest when you do sleep. That's all I got. If you have any tips or tricks that I haven't covered yet in either of these episodes, please let me know what they are so I can share them with other people as well and we can all continue to grow together. Just remember that, you know what, in life, there are no bad days, just bad situations or bad events. Sometimes things just hurt or they're negative, but that doesn't mean you had a bad day. So go out and have the best day you possibly can before you go to sleep tonight and then get the best rest you possibly can as well. Go out and kill it. Have a good day, a good week, a good month, and a good year. Thank you so much for your support. Much love and peace out.